Hello world, we're big gay nerds. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I am going to be running uh, the rest of these nerds through Henshin today. Henshin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll introduce the people <laughs> Joining me today. I was just reacting. <laughs> uh, joining me today are Owen. Hey, I'm Owen, founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds. My pronouns are he and him. Um, uh, yeah, that's all. I don't know. <laughs> I, there was a pause where I like, what do I do next? Oh, yeah, I say who I'm playing. I don't know yet. So. <laughs> uh, Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie. Pronouns are she, they. And Jonix. Hello, I'm Jonix. Uh, pronouns they, them. And uh, I love tokusatsu. So, as you may have figured out from either the title or Jonix's introduction, Henshin is a game focused around uh, tokusatsu, super sentai, power rangers, uh... Now, now, hold on. I'm just, I'm just a simple country lawyer, and I don't know what any of those words mean. Uh, could you explain them to me, Elliot? Uh, so, essentially, teenagers with attitude transform <laughs> into uh, superheroes with color schemes to fight ridiculous villains and mooks, and they always end up fighting a giant monster in a giant mechanical creature machine of some sort to save the day. That all, that all makes sense to me. This <laughs> checks out with country lawyer school. I, um. I think that's, that's pretty much the formula most of these follow. Honestly, most of my experience has been through very early seasons of Power Rangers, so that's a lot of what I'm going to be pulling on. But also, oh, I have sort of like secondhand experience with other series as well. Excellent. Um, I know personally, uh, yeah. my uh, my experience uh, goes up to Power Rangers in space, and then sh- and cuts <laughs> off after that. So, I... <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was really invested in Mighty Morphin and uh, Power Ranger Ninjas. Obviously, those were great. Um, then I sort of dipped in and out for a long time. I just, you know, there's a lot of there were some cars and trains and there were nights one time. It's a, <laughs> it's a really fun genre because you can do so much with it, but you basically like wind up in the same rock quarry, like blowing someone up. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's comforting in that way. So I missed out on like Power Rangers, like pretty much entirely. I was aware of it going on as a kid because I had no other option, but that just wasn't the type of show that I watched. Um, but since then, I've become much more aware of like the broader tokusatsu genre, and I've seen like maybe three episodes of a common Rider, but I forget which one. Oh, oh yeah, um, uh, yeah, I can't remember more, either. Uh, but yeah, we watched it for a little bit. <laughs> This is uh, mm-hmm. this is kind of for this is deep lore, but uh, you, maybe you'd be more interested in a tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. <laughs> Pardon? I, I, maybe. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. If, if 
I watched like one I watched person the first episode who's listening right now who's like, "Wow!" because I said that. So just just know that. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a real thing. That okay, uh-huh. cool, All right? <laughs> also, if uh, ghostly Elvis impersonators is more your jam, you can go with uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh, of course. <laughs> Oh, big oh, bad there was VR horse. troopers back in the day. Mm. There was a whole rush after the Power Rangers made it. Man, you can get anything on. <laughs> Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. All of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so with those credentials established, um, <laughs> like, uh, so, uh, so what's up with Henshin specifically? So, Henshin is a story-based game which a lot of TTRPGs say they are. This is, like, explicitly story-based. We're not going to be using dice, as far as I'm aware, at all. It is token-based, wherein you get tokens through taking certain actions based off of what playbook or color you are, and then you can use those tokens to make narrative decisions and take big moves and... I mean, essentially kick some ass. Uh, It's very much like guided improv in a way that, again, a lot of tabletop games are, but this is very much like heavy emphasis on the story. Yeah, like it took me... It it sort of took me a moment looking at like the diceless element to realize like, oh... So there's going to be just a lot of like, oh, you can just like do things if you say you do them. But the token system means that there is a certain incentive in situations to say, I tried to do this and I fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, you're encouraged to put yourself in danger. But at the end of the day, sometimes it may take two episodes. But, you know, the rangers always come out on top in the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where do we want to start with this? So I've got, uh, for those of you that have the book available, uh, page 90 and 91 are the sort of guide for forming a squad. Uh, okay. I will read through the agenda section and then we will come up with our squad concept, which is one of my favorite parts of character creation in this system. And I'll explain that yeah. when we get there. Okay. Also, I just realized I've got the, I've got like the double page version of the PDF. So that'd be 46 on that. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I was, I was also like clicking around like, what? Page 91? This is 180. But okay. That makes a lot uh, of yeah, sense. Yeah. I was going by like the numbers <laughs> in the corner. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, our agenda for this game is set a special effects budget and use every cent, which I interpret <laughs> to mean uh, we will have our sort of uh, repeated quarry background scenes, <laughs> but lots of explosions and cool special effects on top of it. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The pyrotechnics, the suits—that's where the money needs to be spent. Yeah, we're not going to be having like a like every single character who's appeared in a Marvel uh, movie <laughs> coming out of a big portal. <laughs> well, we save that for the anniversary specials. Exactly, one hundred percent. Season two, we team up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
<laughs> That's what I'm talking about. In space, baby. That was legitimately the coolest moment of my childhood. Absolutely. <laughs> the second the second part of our agenda is determine unique aesthetics from the squad concepts, embrace diverse colors, personalities, and roles, guide tension between a color's civilian and hero life, including with each other, and start with the simple and obvious, then expand on that during play. So, a lot of very similar things to uh, most tabletop games. Uh, those of you that are familiar with masks would recognize a few of these, because, let's face it, at the end of the day, Sentai stories are the other side of the coin from teenage superhero stories. Maybe that's a hot take, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> the genre is actually I, you know, much he's... more uh, intertwined than one might think, but that's for later. That is that is for big yeah. gay talks yeah. or whatever. <laughs> When not I think about a Teen nerds. Titans cartoon and a Power Rangers, not that. <laughs> yeah. There is, uh, it's never come up in play, but there is a single, like, tokusatsu-themed hero in Halcyon City that you would have just never met, but I have known <laughs> is there this entire time. Great. <laughs> every, every Masks game has to have one Power Ranger. But that, that's, again, a different podcast. So, yeah. uh... Coming up with our squad concept, as we've mentioned before, every season of whatever Sentai series you're a fan of tends to have a different genre or theme, whether it's ninjas, space, trains, motorcycles, animals. Uh, so basically we're going to determine what ours is here. So the way it's written out here doesn't exactly work for an online medium, but we can work around it. So basically, everyone will write two simple concepts onto, I guess, Discord? Um, yeah, I was going to say, well, actually, uh, Ellie pointed out that we can just, like, individually, like, DM you. Oh, uh, yeah, that to works, too. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, if we want to keep secret who wrote what, that's fine. If not, I'm good to just have them public. Uh, so yeah, I will also throw a couple of mine in there as well because I've got ideas and we've got a fairly <laughs> small group. Yeah, that makes sense. And then... Okay, I've submitted mine. I will talk a little bit to Phil Silence. Feel free to cut this if you want. Uh, <laughs> basically, I I've after... Ever you. After each of those concepts is submitted, I will read them aloud to the group. Uh, those people will vote on the concepts that they like, and the two that are chosen will be synthesized into what our group concept for the season is. I have submitted mine. Okay. Alright, so I did my best to sort of randomize the order. Uh, to make it completely as anonymous as possible. So, uh, our, I guess, eight categories are witches, motorcycles, <laughs> fairy tales, nice. cowboys, movie magic, classical elements, extreme sports, and battle royale, 
uh, specifically like Fortnite or Apex Legends. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm, I did not manage um, to write all those down. We see. <laughs> okay. I'm glad somebody um, put motorcycles because that, that crossed my mind too. <laughs> There's, I'm going. There was one yeah. I was going to submit that was cool motorcycles question mark, and I was like, nah, we're going to get to that later. So I'm glad someone put that down. I'm going. To, I'm going to formally cast a vote for fairy tales because that was actually one that I'd wanted to do, but then forgot. <laughs> yeah, I think I also throw throw my vote behind fairy tales. That's speaking to me. Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm willing to go with the flow on that. I like that too. Okay, we do need a second place though. Is the thing? Oh, so um, so fairy tales, yes, for sure. Okay, and then we will mix <laughs> it with a <laughs> motorcycle category. Stuff. Yeah, maybe instead of like having to like just do a, a vote and stuff, we just like you know vote on one and then vote on a second one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have been feeling some heat hearing some heat behind motorcycles. I don't know if it's the one I necessarily would have picked, but I'm it sounds like there's some resonance. I'm like, I don't know how, how much they're supposed to mesh. Mix with that. I'm also curious how it would mix with extreme sports. Mm. And also generally what the submitter had in mind behind what extreme sports means. Oh, it was a whole it was a whole <laughs> genre of sports. Skateboarding, uh, BMX, rollerblading, uh, Life, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking because, like, I grew up you know, the in whole the early two thousands. I was thinking of like NBA Street and what was the <laughs> NFL version where they like NBA Jam and NXL was it? Uh, uh, wait, no XFL. No, there was like a video game that was like oh, oh the NFL. Oh, but yes, yeah, oh. yeah. See, that's um, more. That, that's not what I was thinking, but that is hilarious. I do like the, like, <laughs> back in the day, I would, I, would, I would put down some NBA Jam, yeah. Oh God, this, NBA I know Jam that we're good. trying to think of the second uh, the second category right now, but what is the line on what a fairy tale is? Um, uh, I Like, are we including, like, folk heroes in that? Or is it specifically, like, like, this is magical stories from, like, this period in Europe kind of thing? My thought, well, my thought process when I had been thinking about that earlier. Again, I'm not the person who submitted it, but I had been thinking about it. Um, narrowing it down to that could be worthwhile, but also in the back of my head, I was sort of like, if it's in like the comic series fables, it's fine, you know. Okay. And they've got fucking like Jungle Book in there. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a good line. I got, yeah, I do like a sort of not not necessarily leagues of extraordinary gentlemen sort of thing, but like, yeah, you can. Fairy tale. It's pretty broad. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that submitted that, and I was thinking, I guess, more kind of like bedtime story aesthetic. Like, mm. if it was oh. something like including like tall tales and like what we traditionally think of as fairy tales and that kind yeah. of like general category. Yeah, so like so maybe, Paul Bunyan still, maybe? Yeah. So like Paul Bunyan, but not John Henry. <laughs> Like that—that's kind of yeah. the vibe. I could—I could see throwing John Henry in there if we wanted to. Okay. So witches uh, works with fairy tales pretty well too. True. True. Yeah, I feel like witches and fairy tales are similar 
uh, motorcycles can kind of fit into extreme <laughs> sports if we want it to be a bit more. You see, I was thinking motorcycles could fit with fairy tales because it then it sort of becomes <laughs> like oh then you get like like oh you would have like your steed or your witch's broom or whatever but it's also a cool motorcycle Hell or yeah. you know babe the big blue ox yeah we're gonna yeah. be in uh, power ranger suits and have swords and like laser guns pr- anyway probably like every series has those so. yeah pretty much yeah that's giving me some real like destiny vibes like you're Sparrow. oh shit yeah hmm now, some sci-fi motorcycles. I'm into that, too. Some... True. It can, I mean, it can be both, is the thing. Like, yeah. you can have a robotic babes, Babe the Big Blue Ox <laughs> with, you know, with wheels or whatever. Oh, my goodness. Look. But, like, on that same token, extreme sports, you could have, like, a skateboard that has fairies coming out of the back of it when you grind oh, or shit. whatever. That you is dope. I mean? Yeah. Like, you you can do a lot of stuff with that too. Mm. My skateboard, I think, which I call I think the motorcycles drag. is exactly. <laughs> I I think motorcycles is probably a little bit more straightforward and closer to the genre. Um, so it'll probably be a little easier to flesh out what that means for us. But that's so I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna put my support behind motorcycles and fairy tales. Yeah, I'm I'm good for that. Uh, same here. Okay, so motorcycles and fairy tales are <laughs> going to be our two concepts that are synthesized into our group squad. Uh, sorry, into our squad concept. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit more about how those are synthesized, or do we want to wait and let it evolve sort of through play? Yeah, like, maybe that's something that'll emerge as we work out other details. Yeah, or it says start with the simple and obvious. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm good with that. So, then we move on to determining our power source. Uh, the options on the lit- or on the, uh, guide are a coin, a crystal, a buckler, an electronic device, something tangible... So the way I think of this is essentially, like, what is our morphing grid? Where do our powers come from? Yeah. Uh, I think um, with fairy tales, it makes sense if it's, like, a big compendium of stories. Oh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a Grimm's Fables, a Mother Goose type of thing, like uh, Aesop's Fables, like and whatever it is, just... Like a big book that the that our like guardian yeah. type character is holding on to, and do then each does then each of us have like a page or something, mm. or a bookmark <laughs> that we keep on us. Oh. So, the book could be locked, and we have keys that also work for our motorcycles. Oh, that's sick! I I that. Yes. Yeah, I had been think I've been thinking about like key for motorcycle, but I was like that doesn't tie in with the fairy tale thing. But that is synthesis <laughs> right there. That's great. Hell yeah! Your key for the book and your motorcycle is very good. So then that leaves us with setting up the custodian of this power, who is uh, suggested things are a wise mentor, an eternal alien, a former caller. A sentient robot or someone knowledgeable. 
Mm-hmm. I, it like my first thought was like it's got to be like Merlin or some shit, right? But yeah, I'm thinking of I don't librarian know. or something that lives inside the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be like a mortal person who's been looking after it, or it could be yeah. I mean, if we want to go, so if we want to go in a, a direction of like big bad Beetleborgs, it could be like there's one main guy, but then there's just a bunch of weird things around them that kind of create a theme. So like, it could be like, oh, this is the librarian, but he hangs out with Mother Goose and like, uh, oh. you know, and like Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk or whatever, and there's just like. Okay. He has story guys around him to kind of build up the idea that this guy knows about, like, the real fairy tales. That, the one thing I, the one thing I have in mind there is that we just want to make sure, like, if this is, because, like, especially if this is a game we want to, like, potentially play again and have open to multiple people joining, we don't necessarily want to have characters, like, used up in that process. True, you know? so it's probably not Jack then, it's probably, like, a minor character. Like, it might be yeah. the harp from Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one's gonna want to play har- the harp from Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> right, probably. yeah. You gotta, so, you gotta have a guy who's a puppet. Um, that's a good point. You do need some puppets. There is then a question. Use that special effects budget. Now, the question is: Are the motorcycles brought into this in any particular way? Is the motorcycle something that's inherent with this fairy tale book, or has something happened to cause this link to happen? Could is the librarian somehow also a cool biker guy? My my concept does he have he's the he's the remaining oh, brother Grimm and he wears like a leather jacket <laughs> okay so yes that's very good I want his so, last name to be literally Grimm and yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. also imagining that he essentially looks like Fonzie from Happy Days <laughs> oh, no. okay. so what if what if he what if he has a bookmobile Yes. <laughs> People get real mixed vibes from this bookmobile. Is <laughs> I don't know. It's making me think about like how you hear things about like bikers doing like strangely yeah. wholesome charity stuff. No, you know, yeah. that's yeah. It's like those uh, the bikers that set up to protest like Westboro Church. Yeah, yeah, but like exactly. they just go around giving books to kids, Dolly Parton style. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Uh, yeah, that sounds wholesome enough for a Power Rangers. Yeah. Also, can we make the base a castle that just unexplainedly sits in the middle of town and nobody questions? That sounds reasonable. Yeah, they just, they just cut the establishing shot of the castle, and there's like lightning, and there's, then they cut to inside, and we're in there, and no one ever questions this. Sometimes you just have those. People get fucking weird with American architecture sometimes. Yeah, I've seen plenty of spires and turrets in like Concord, New Hampshire. I mean, yeah. <laughs> people, will, uh, they like building houses. There is legit mm-hmm. a castle in my hometown, so like. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Uh, moving on to the monsters and villains, uh, 
So I'm going to reference a lot of Mighty Morphin here, probably. Uh, (laughs) The Big Bad desires the power source for, and the options are absolute control, vast wealth, undeserved freedom, age-old revenge, or something unyielding. So what is our end goal for our Big Bad here? Having control over, like... The power of stories sounds pretty potent to me, you know? Yeah. Um, Age-old revenge my first is thought... also good. It could be some petty old, like, fairy tale yeah. grudge. Who knows? Yeah. It could be, my like, first a, thought a Baba had... Yaga or something. Sorry. Ooh. No, that's Well, you see, I had been thinking about, like, gee, like, con- trying to control all of man's, like, oldest, most sort of fundamental stories. That's not something... Oh, wait, that's just the Disney Corporation. <laughs> we got Mickey. <laughs> Our big man is Walt Disney. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, vast wealth or absolute control, then, I guess. Undeserved <laughs> yeah, freedom. Jeez. Michael Eisner. <laughs> from his banishment. Yeah, why pick one? But, uh, oh, okay. But, so, so probably not literally that, but maybe some kind of like I don't know caricature, which I then realized that beca- <laughs> becomes fucking Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But um, I don't know. I think at hmm, maybe. Maybe absolute control is, like, the thing here, because even if, like, the end result is, like, you know, money or something through that, having control over the world by controlling its stories makes sense to me. Yeah. Are we going for a sort of, like, if you write it in the book, it becomes reality type thing? So, like, they could rewrite (laughs) history? Mm. Or something. They could rewrite it so, so evil wins. Yeah, or, like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little too high concept here for this, but, like, maybe if it's about stories, it's not a matter of rewriting history, but you could rewrite culture, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what kind of what I was going for, but you phrased you know, it better. Oh, yeah. So I'm just, I'm in some Grant Morrison space right here. <laughs> sure. No, no, I like it. It's very fairy tale in concept. So, then... The- they could even have like a stolen page of the book or something that they're using mm. to make their monsters. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's often. Oh, I like that. like that. There's like a monster manual section of the book that they've. Oh, like, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh uh, man, that's yeah, I can already so see like the first episode. It's like no, it's still the monster, <laughs> the monster, the fiend folio out of the back. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Why, why did we keep all the monsters and their stat blocks written in one section of the book? <laughs> <laughs> just more convenient that way. He's tapping into our deep sea cultural fear of rust monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, their general is kept on hand because they are crafty, capable, blameworthy, fawning, or something useful. So again, I think of these mm. as the uh, Goldar or Lord yeah. Zed. Like, you're named monsters that aren't going to be fighting you in every episode, but are going to be sort of the, like, mini-boss. Yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see, if there's... 
There's one thing that bikers hate, it's squares. I'm only judging this <laughs> from uh, from media I've consumed of bikers. I've never met a biker. But they, hate, <laughs> they hate squares and and uh, they hate l- regular people and also other <laughs> bikers. <laughs> Oh, having like a, hmm, I was going to say like a rival biker would be something, but also maybe that'd be something that's less of a general and more of like a cool guy who shows up later. What yeah, if it's someone cool who drives guy. a car? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a motorcycle, he's got four wheels, it's like, oh, this guy. <laughs> so if we wanted to sort of lean into the corporation idea, if their general is like the C, the CEO, like a very sort of like... Stuck oh. up, but like the public face of trying to, yeah. okay, like gain control over so, stories. So, like, there's Baba Yaga or some. See, I've been thinking about the CEO as like the big bad, but if if like the oh. real big bad is like Baba Yaga or someone <laughs> like that, and then her general is like the human guy, that I kind of like. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like cool. Shiraz, like, get out of here, you fool. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we've got Baba Yaga and Bob Iger. <laughs> <laughs> so for a CEO, I I think crafty is like or something useful. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that makes that's... sense. He 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 understands this strange modern world. <laughs> so yeah, he knows the kids like applications. <laughs> um. Your economics is a strange form of magic, but I respect it. (laughs) All right. And then the last thing for monsters and villains is their foot soldiers are the first line of offense because they are pesky, predictable, unruly, maddening, or something inconsequential. So let's establish your cannon fodder. These guys are not going to do damage to you you're going to beat them up in droves. What are they? <laughs> Ooh, um, hmm. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Do we want? Do we want to lean more into like the corporate thing, or the fairy tale thing, or the biker thing? I feel like we gotta go with the fairy tale thing, or try to merge it with the corporate thing. Yeah. Um, it's like goblins in suits or something. I yeah, was that's, like, I was. <laughs> what if we go a little bit more literal with like book stuff, where they are they're like either letter letter like printed guys, oh. like they have like letters all over their face, or literally like big B in C and D, <laughs> and we just like like I, no, we have to. Okay, now, here's something, here's something, because when you said more literal with the book thing, I went in a different direction than you. What if they're, like, bookworms or silverfish or something? Hey! Oh, they they eat books. books. I get it. Dang, okay. Silverfishy books? Is that for real? I, you know what? I don't know. I know they're, like, known for showing up, like, in libraries. I don't know if they eat the paper. Oh, okay, but they're still a library pest. I like that. Yeah. So, like, bug guys. Yeah, bookworms definitely does sound like something that like someone would shout to their various goons, you know? But also, it's tricky to do a worm costume is the problem. Bookworm is definitely a puppet that hangs out with the CEO and Baba Yaga, 
like in their spaceship. <laughs> like he's he is like the comedy relief <laughs> villain guy. Yeah, I guess who's slept. Old, yeah, slept right. he's yeah. the one who's like reading the book and like trying to figure out right. the right monster for the for the day, and like he always gets slapped <laughs> right. and like beat he up. He points and stuff. out yeah, the very sense. obvious flaw in the plan, and they're like, "Shut up, bookworm." <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. So I'm okay with Silverfish then, because like. I don't know. You, you you put some big antenna on something, yeah. you know. Some definitely like, at the end, it's going to be a stuntman in a bodysuit with some like stuff on it. So it's... yeah, and and like they should have some like the the important thing about the mooks in a oh, in book a lice sentai. Is a thing. Oh yeah, oh book lice. Book lice actually sounds better. Uh, I like like the lice. the bit is more obvious. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the, like the important thing about mooks in a super sentai show is that. You have to have mobility because you're a stuntman that's going to take a lot of punches and do a lot of backflips. And mm-hmm. but you also want to have something that show like that lets the the color show through on the heroes. So when you're surrounding everybody, the kids know where to look. So right. like so yeah, like a like a silver or gray like bodysuit with like some sort of weird face with like little antennas poking out is like yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like little black mm-hmm. eyes, maybe a little like thorax thing yeah. on the back. Yeah, in the, yeah. in the end we're just taking the putty suits and sticking antennas and maybe some fake wings on them. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds good to me. Because they also can't be too expensive because again, people are doing a lot of backflips and stuff and <laughs> stuff breaks. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, so... so book lice. Yeah, that's unpleasant. <laughs> uh, let's see. Gonna run through the rest of this before we get to characters. We are almost there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, when the weapons combine, their ultimate weapon is, and it says to choose a couple, uh, piercing, slashing, scoped, blunt, not like that, high-tech, antique, <laughs> or something impressive... So what are we thinking for, like, our big combined sword gun, like, ultimate weapon? Now, maybe, maybe, maybe this is, um, maybe we sh- maybe this can wait until we know what our individual weapons are, is my thought. Oh, does that, do we choose that? Uh, does that mean, um, it? yeah, oh, yeah, you choose, uh, during your character creation, you can choose what your weapon is. Oh, okay. Though, I though if we do need something like my my, though, my impulse is like antique piercing, like a big lance or something. What if it's a big yeah, lance the, that looks like a pen? Ooh, <laughs> that is good. Like my my first the thing is, it's sort of the same issue with like the guys hanging out with like Librarian Grimm. Because it's the issue of then, well, what if someone shows up and, like, they want to have a lance, you know? Um, I mean, you can have a small lance and not the giant mega lance. True, yeah. That works. It could also, yeah. Focusing on, like, some kind of magical effect could also be interesting. But I think the the more I think about it... Oh, you, you could do the pen lance and then do, and then, like, as we combine it, we could, like, all shout mightier than the sword or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very good to me. Yeah. You got it in one, I think. Yeah. I'm good with that. And then, uh, a sort of, uh, tag system for our Megazord 
when the mechs combine, their ultimate form is gigantic, terrifying, winged, limber, shielded, blade-wielding, blaster-shooting, <laughs> or something else awesome that you want to add in. <laughs> it says choose um, a few, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to be gigantic, mm, right? Yeah. It does have to be gigantic. My first, I have to admit, I did think like, oh, there is Mother Goose, but that is, I don't know, that, that might be a little <laughs> tricky to like do repeatedly. Yeah. Um, so, I do have hmm. a giant my, goose mech is awesome, though. It is cool. Um, what about the Thousand Face Hero? Oh, that's cool. So, what would that be, like shielded, blade wielding? Yeah, like, like I don't know, just pure, like, just pure er protagonist. Yeah, just a big sort of a Gilgamesh looking. Yeah, ooh, yeah, I could probably like use whatever sort of weapon he wants, you know. Mm-hmm. I would like to propose that his shield is a giant book, though. Oh yeah, yeah. There's got to right. be a big yeah. book element. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For I'm sure. open to other stuff, but. I, I am I am thinking of it as like the Ur hero thing. So like, there's a little bit of Gilgamesh, a little bit of Hercules, a little bit of like Achilles, and then you get like a little bit. You move there's a little bit Arthur. further modern. There's King Arthur or Lancelot, um, and like a, maybe some Robin Hood in there, and like just you know, there's like a little bit of everything going on in this like this you know pre pre modern hero. Robot. Uh, archetype <laughs> robot could yeah it, it could do the thing that i really like in tokutsatsu like costumes where like it's that like the headpiece has like multiple faces and maybe they rotate you know yeah the oh. whole like you know you got like four or so different faces that just like you know and it just like turns so one is facing forward you know absolutely i like that a lot I'm just thinking All of a right. big old girdle in the middle. <laughs> like big... uh, Ryan's belt, baby. Yeah, get them all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That yeah, that's good to me. All right, and then so our principal is the squad currently fights for beauty, compassion, courage, fairness, helpfulness, honesty, justice, peace, responsibility, service, unity. What's our sort of, like, guiding principle here? Hmm. Fairy hmm. tales. Courage, fairness, both. I don't know, man. Hmm. If we... Maybe... Sorry, uh, the... the idea just popped into my head, but I'll let you go first. Um, I was going to say, like... I'm not necessarily casting my vote for courage, but if I was going to be, the pitch I could you could make is like fairy tales like inspire people with courage or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, courage is like a sort of an awkward ideal to fight for specifically because it's more of a means to an end traditionally. That's a good point. That does kind of tie into my attempt to make it like both with motorcycles and fairy tales. <laughs> if we have it be something like individuality then mm. it could be, like, the whole courage-to-be-yourself idea. Because oh, the hero of a fairy okay. tale is always, like, 
the yeah. weirdo that's different from everybody else, and also... And that's a good point. Like, we could have that as compassion, too. It yeah. has that on the list. Oh, yeah. Or fairness. Yeah. That sounds good to me. I mean, all of these are kind of nebulous, and I have to assume that, like, a squad that fights for beauty is not, like, going to just not give a shit about honesty or peace, either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um... But, yeah, I... Like, like cur- the courage of self-expression is a decent core theme. Yeah, I like that a lot. Alright, so... Again, some of the stuff in the civilian life section we've already uh, gone over a little bit. So the colors, I'll go through what we haven't. The colors share some obligation through blank. Uh, Suggestions are school, work, an elite order, a promise, something demanding. So what's your all sort of civilian connection? Do we want to go with like high schoolers, sort of young adults? What's our idea here given how similar this is to masks i would like i would like to play like people who are like a little bit older i guess um not that not that masks are like teenagers we call them teenagers but they're like you know college age age guys um but um i don't hmm i guess i'm sorry um I guess the question that comes to my mind is, are we also bikers when we're not doing cool fairy tale <laughs> stuff, or is the biker part a part of the alternate persona? I was thinking that the biker part is is part of the... might be the reason that we have motorcycles to begin with, is actually because we're, we are... Oh either bikers or like part of like a like a customs shop or something. Like I was thinking like, uh, oh, like Orange County yeah. Cycles is a big one. Ah, could, uh, Orange County Customs, I mean, uh, is a big one. Uh, like, what if we, what if we're just like part of a, you know, a shop that like customizes motorcycles, and then, and then like, you know, we bring that energy to the fairy tales, and so like it sort of manifests <laughs> as our, it's like, oh, you need a steed, and like classically they've been these like cool horses, but now we're in the twentieth, twenty first century. And so it's instead it's like cool motorcycles that all have like themes to them. Yeah, I do like that idea a lot. Uh, I don't think we necessarily need to name the setting just yet unless anybody has a cool idea for it. I like the pre-maids, honestly. Yeah, um, out of, hmm. I w- out of the Sylvan Beach sounds very fairy tale-ish, though I'm not sure if like beaches and motorcycle guys necessarily overlap i'm not 100 sure how that works you, you can ride your bike week goes to daytona every year that's a good point yeah i'm good with sylvan beach that does feel very fairy tale to me i also like port evans it's uh, just like port a very evans normal is name. Nice. <laughs> yeah but yeah sylvan beach is definitely like the sort of very appropriate yeah it's like sylvan beach if we're setting it in like not california and port evans if we're setting Mm. it in like the midwest or something (laughs) well port in the midwest (laughs) well yeah good point i was it just feels like the it feels like an indiana town name to me i don't know why maybe it's on a great lake oh hmm 
But anyway, Sylvan Beach is actually actually very appropriate for what we're actually doing. I just like the name. <laughs> it is a very good. It is good. Covered bridges. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the colors share a base that is, and I already put forth the castle. But if we want to change yeah. that, then we definitely can. No, I, love I don't the think castle. there's any reason You're to, yeah. On the ball with the castle. Mm-hmm. And then a location in the community that the colors share is blank. Do we want this to be the bike shop or somewhere else? Um, mm. Like a third set wouldn't be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Stretching our budget. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if we don't stretch it too much by using the ancient nearby wood? No. Um, we just coffee <laughs> Use a coffee shop. Yeah, if if this was like slightly like higher rated, a part of me would like want to say like biker bar, but we need to hang out with non bikers. I think that's important for us. Yeah, I it think we be should be the bikers like, of the town. Yeah, it could be something like a, like you know how they'll have like, definitely implied a bar, but it's like they change it to smoothies to make it appropriate for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a cool smoothie shop. Or like Froyo or that. something. I don't know. Is Froyo still <laughs> might be a little too far. Froyo's. I still like. I haven't been to Orange Leaf in a while, but that's only because uh, there isn't one in town. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think like smoothies, like I don't know, a place where you could, like oh yeah. A diner, like, like bikers go to yes. diners all the time. <laughs> in the movies, yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure in real life, also. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta eat food. Yeah. You're at like and the why not? Sylvan Beach mm-hmm. equivalent of a like Denny's or Waffle House. Waffle House, baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. I'm sure that there is like some kind of like, like wise like. Chef or waitress or something who can give us advice about things, even though she has no idea that our problems are supernatural. Love it. She's just like giving you advice from her third marriage, but it also happens to be like how you defeat the evil queen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So now we get to what I assume most people are most interested in. Let's make some characters. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, this so, is a role-playing okay. game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so characters, playbooks in this system are called colors, because uh, in every Sentai team, you've got your base colors, red, blue, yellow, etc. You all know what colors are, presumably. Uh, they tend to follow, like, personality and story beats, Uh, through different seasons so they are used as playbooks for this system so who's got uh, does anybody have a particular color they want to play as hmm um so hmm first I don't do we unless someone is like itching to like name a thing should we just like go through like the list of colors because like like obviously some of these things are uh, the associations of just like the name of a color is obvious if you're familiar with the genre but yeah i can um, if you want i can read through like the color and the sort of synopsis there 
So yeah, uh, play red if you enjoy being a confident leader, even if you don't really know what you're doing. Play blue if you approach problems from an intellectual lens, maybe at the expense of more practical solutions. Play black if you tackle problems with muscle and a cool head, maybe at the expense of more thoughtful approaches. Play green if you're fine being less experienced and mature than others, though trying your best in the meantime. Play yellow if you connect people together socially, maybe taking on a bit more obligation than necessary. Play pink if you want to hug out your problems, even if you have to take on people's emotional burdens too. Play gold if you're an outsider who is an absolute prodigy. Prodigy? That's not a word. Is an absolute prodigy, so much so that it's difficult to fit in. Play silver if you task yourself with guiding others, so much so that you rarely let others support you. Play white if you have already trudged through the trials of being a hero, scars and all. Play purple if you have ulterior motives for supporting the team, perhaps even an allegiance to their enemies. And play orange if you're an unsuspecting, relatable community member who discovers powers for just a short time. Mm. And uh, I got to admit, purple and orange are new by me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think I think uh, from what I read, orange is like specifically tailored to be like someone who's showing up for a single session. Yeah, okay. oranges are sort of special guest star. If like somebody wanted to show up for one session, orange is a good choice for them. Uh, white and purple are also what are called special colors. Uh, they tend to be run out mid or late series. Uh, <laughs> so it's suggested that if we have either white, purple, or orange, there's only one of those three in a group. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, I'll probably be sticking with the one of the one of the core. Um, I think so. So, for whatever reason, I've noticed this about my big gay nerds characters in the past. I tend to to go towards like the tough guy, muscle bound person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm think... not gonna do that this time. I think I'm actually gonna go with green. Hey. Ooh, uh, nice. so a less experienced and mature, uh, trying your best in the meantime, hero. Okay. Um, have you got like a? fairy tale motif like in mind for that there's definitely a lot of like kind of goofy tricksters out there there are um, i've been i've been thinking about it uh like if i wanted to hew, to skew a bit more heroic uh, but still lean into that sort of roguish nature i was thinking robin hood oh um, that's always good but but uh there are other ones that i'm still still thinking about as far as uh fairy tale uh you know, goof goofballs go. Gotcha. Hmm. I'm. I don't know. I'm. There's a lot of good options. Is yeah, the thing. I'm very torn between like red, blue, and pink. Very nice. <laughs> hmm. Um. I'm tempted. I'm a little tempted by red, but the thing is, like. The other like big ongoing thing we've got right now, where I'm a player, is Beam Saber, where I am the squad leader, and I think that I don't want to be just like double dipping too much on that. 
Um, want to chill out a little bit. Exactly. Blue is oh, I, blue is good. Like, you know, maybe I should settle on blue because a part of me did just like remember. You know what? Your favorite character is Shikamaru. Um. So yeah, I think I'm going to go with blue, and then I'm going to have to figure out what fairy tale character goes with that because there are also a lot of smart asses. Um, in fairy tales. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a we got a blue and a green. I'll take the red then. That sounds fun. That's not yeah. uh, generally what I do. Yeah. That's a good tri- trio. Mm-hmm. We got the leader, the jokester, and the straight-laced nerd type. Exactly. Um, hmm. So, blue, I'm thinking off the top of my head. Uh, Merlin's probably a bit too ambitious. Um, what are some... Hmm. It also... I guess there's Puss in Boots. I was gonna say, it could be just a general, like, character archetype. It doesn't necessarily True. have to be, like, a specific character. That's a good point. That is a good point. I had been thinking about it in terms of, like, characters, but... It could be a more broad thing, so I could just be like, oh, the wizard. Alright, so, uh, Jonix, you said you were playing green, right? Yes, I'm playing green. And, uh, let's see, what do I... I should pull up the green, uh, page, I guess. I should get off of the form of squad stuff for this. Yeah, it's the, uh, page labeled 36 or page 19 in the actual PDF. There we go. Yeah. And so so the way playbooks work here is we don't actually have, like, moves and stuff to pick out, right? Like, yeah, basically you will be choosing your, uh, like, general look, your name, your, like, aesthetic, and then you will be describing a connection, which is somebody that you know in your civilian life is sort of, like, Essentially, who I, as the narrator, will put in danger when I want to give your character a spotlight. Somebody like a co-worker, a sibling, a child, or parent, or partner. Uh, Basically, somebody in that sort of vein. And then, if you've got ideas on, like, what your suit looks like, or what inspirations you're pulling from, uh, stuff like that, we can go over as well. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so if the red's supposed to be the leader, maybe it can fill sort of a, uh, sort of like an old king archetype. Um, yeah. Like or the, like a Prince Charming or something. Oh, yeah. Prin- yeah, Prince might work better uh, with his sort of, sort of uh, hot-headed sort of nature. <laughs> oh, mm. sure. So I like, um, I like Rowan from the names given here. Ooh, yeah. I like... It took me a second to realize that, like, a lot of these names are very just, like, directly related to the, um, the the color, which is why I'm definitely, uh, in going with, regardless of whatever else, I want to have J for my character's name for the blue one. Nice. Um, Um, Ooh, a name. Well, my archetype is Jack. I want to be, like, Jack from the Beanstalk. Jack, um, nice. And, and the gimmick I I thought up for this character is that they is that uh, they have magic beams, and oh, they do shit. like un, unpredictable things. <laughs> and so like, 
Oh. And so, like, they're not very reliable, like, in combat or as a person. But every once in a while, they surprise you. <laughs> yeah. With, like, a... With, gotcha. You know, like, like I, I'm, I'm already, like, making scenes for this TV show that doesn't exist in my head. Um, <laughs> so I actually might want to... Actually, I'm going to hold off on that, because... Uh, I have an idea that might come up in play, so I'll, gotcha. uh, I don't want to get you know put the cart before the horse here. Uh, but yeah, so right. that, that's that's but, kind of the gimmick I'm yeah. working with is a Jack and the Beanstalk uh, idea. Gotcha. Uh, uh, it says I need um, to choose a connection, and that would be the the yeah. thing that that would be the person that's put in danger, right? Um, essentially, yeah, or just somebody that, like, ties you to your civilian life, so you're not, like, going full-on into the ranger life all the time. Gotcha. Um. Ooh, I like, I like sympathetic adversary. Ooh. That, that's that cool. Like, that sounds like fun. That that's a good, yeah. a good foil for for a, a goofball trickster type character. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like like oh I see I see good in you, and then they're like why can't I get you to leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> so who is this person like to? Uh, first off, are you using Jack as your character's name, or? Um, probably a play on Jack. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll go with a gender-neutral one and go, like, Jackie. I like it. Uh, so who is this person in relation to Jackie? Is this, like, a co-worker or a family member, or, like, what's their sort of base relationship? I think a family member. I think this is like an older brother. Ah, someone who's like, who who is very much like get your shit together kind of energy, and Jackie just mm. is too much of a goofball to 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 do that. But like, they don't know that secretly they're also a hero. Like they're that they right. they have in in fact kind of gotten their shit together, but in a different way than they ever imagined. And right. so like so there's a lot there's like a tension there of like of like I'm not gonna you know I you know I can't I don't have time for for your nonsense. Like you don't right. you, you know but like secretly like they don't have time for for their civilian life. Right. I like it. Um, and then you mentioned that Jackie's weapons are the uh, magic beans or like trick beans, however you want to describe them. Yeah. And then did you? Yeah. I th- uh, so I, like, I don't know how mechanical this gets. Uh, this uh, when it comes to picking your your weapons and stuff, but I was thinking like they just they you know you throw them at the ground and like something happens. Or maybe something doesn't happen, and you're, it's just a bean, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Like, it's like a random... I did notice that, like, on your sheet it says you may always display eccentric fighting techniques, so that sounds appropriate. 
Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, and then uh, some of the ways you gain tokens are endangering someone instead of accomplishing something, fail to react <laughs> cower, pull a prank gone wrong, act childish when someone expects better, or ask someone what don't I understand about the world yet. So I could see that playing into the bean gimmick as well. Excellent. All right. So is there anything else that you want to determine about Jackie before we move on? Um, I don't oh, think so. I, I don't have their looks down yet. Yeah, I figure if nothing else, we can do looks in, like, the opening scene of the quote-unquote TV show. That sounds right. perfect. Uh, what are Jackie's uh, pronouns? Uh, let's go with they, them. Okay. Okay, so in the meantime, I think I've solidified some stuff about my plan. All right. Uh, tell us about Jay. Okay, so I may I may pivot away from Jay because Jackie is here now, but also <laughs> um, uh, because so I think the theme I'm going to go for is like maybe Merlin specifically, or maybe wizard or witch or something. It's a little nebulous right now, but I do know that I want to have like like a wizard hat on top of like the plastic helmet, you know. But it is okay. plastic also. It's built into the okay, helmet. Okay, that's what I was going <laughs> to ask was if it was separate or part of the helmet. Yeah, and I've been thinking about this person, like, the, 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 yeah, the gender is nebulous right now, but I'm thinking, like, part of their, I've been thinking that their, like, serious person gimmick comes up a lot, like, at work or whatever, like, they're a very accomplished, like, mechanic and just, like, keeping the books balanced and stuff, but, like, maybe aren't as, um, like, don't have quite the same just sort of, like, direct, impulsive, artistic flair as the others or something like that. And so that comes up a lot. Or they'll create something that's, like, overly sensible or high-tech or something. Oh, that's good. Um, um, and so I'm thinking, like, uh, serious face, um, uh, focused eyes, uh, hmm, maybe, maybe formal wear. I like the idea of someone looking weirdly formal in a bike shop. Um, Got like, a button-up shirt, like, sleeves rolled up yeah. elbows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly um and so then for like the weapon i'm thinking like a wand or a staff or something and but like um but maybe it works like a gun like <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know i was i've just been pl like i just started playing earth defense force for the very first time and there's a lot of different guns in that so i was thinking about like what if you had like just a magic staff that worked like a rocket launcher like you got a mountain on your shoulder you got and, like, a big shoot. stick that you launch it, it's shoulder. got it's and it's got like the prop like star on the end but that's like a projectile <laughs> it launches off that is very yeah good. yeah oh i love that uh, which, when you get down to it, is how, like, a D&D &D wizard works anyway, but <laughs> it's just directly playing into yeah, it. Yeah, magic um, wands are just I, fantasy rocket launchers. Exactly. Um, and then for connection, I don't know the exact details right yet, but I like the idea of Unlikely Crush, because the nerd, like, being less, like, socially adept and having a crush that they have a hard time actually, like, you know, confronting or whatever... 
is a good angle there. I don't know exactly who that would be. Maybe someone who comes by the shop a lot. I don't know. They're, I'm open to suggestions, but someone who is like someone pretty, I guess. Again, <laughs> gender doesn't matter in this situation. Um, but uh, that's the general vibe I'm thinking. It could be somebody at the uh, like juice smoothie bar that you all go to. True. Yeah. That 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 sounds plausible, like a cute waiter or waitress or something. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I will come up. Like I'm sure, like a more specific name and look will come to me. But uh, for right now, that's that that sounds like a good working point. Yeah. Um. And uh, for name, I'll I'll work something else out. Maybe something that plays into the the magic theme. Or means blue. You can... <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> so for uh, Rowan, I've been I've been going he him. I've uh, picked out looks for let's see, cocky face, fiery eyes, active wear. On connection, I've got a couple ideas I want to float. Uh, the first is sworn rival, which is easy. Ooh. Like another another bike shop in town. Like the mm-hmm. only other one, probably. We're both oh, in Skullbert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We make bad bikes. <laughs> but uh, uh, the so the other option I was looking at was a strange parent, but less apparent and more like a parole officer, but in sort of like oh, a shit. like a kids show way, where he's like a he's like a cop who like shows up and like makes sure that everything's on the up and up and like like looks to <laughs> I don't know just I'm I'm really into that honestly that worked yeah okay. It's like the, are they coming specifically to make sure that you're on the up and up, or are they like a bike shop inspector type of person? Oh, no, no, I think it's it's something for uh, Rowan specifically. I think he, uh, like, I, I think, I think he, like, caught, like, a minor charge related to, like, motorcycling, and, like, he, <laughs> like, he swears he's innocent, but, you know, it, you know how the people in this town are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Li- yeah. Uh, do you have a? I can still be a sworn rival, honestly. Do you have a name <laughs> for this person? Hmm. I guess I should have asked that of Jackie as well. If your brother had a name. Oh. Hmm. Um. Let me let me do a a, a little Wikipedia dive, and I'll get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> One minute. Carson? I like the name Carson. For, okay. I thought you said arson at could, first. So. Not, not arson. <laughs> Carson with a C. Yeah, yeah my bad. I gotcha. This is Johnny. Ah. I just think it's just, it just sounds like a name a cop would have. It's just 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 vibes. <laughs> no, it does sound right, but it does sound like a cop name. Yeah, if someone's going to hassle you, their name might as well be Carson. Apologies to all the Carsons listening to Oh the yeah, podcast. actual actual has nothing to do with uh anything you've ever done. Just <laughs> Unless it has, in which case you know what you did. <laughs> uh so let's see, what is Rowan's uh specialty weapon? Uh so, I don't know, Prince Charming, Red Ranger, I feel it's gotta be a sword, right? Yeah, I mean, 
Why fight it? <laughs> so let me think. Um, yeah, yeah, no, just a sword. That's fair. <laughs> and we don't have to lock it down as like it's specifically only a sword. It can like if the plot calls yeah. for it, learn how to shoot lasers or whatever. Yeah, I figure Grim gives it to him, and he's like, "Come on, man! I can't be carrying a sword around. I'm in enough trouble as it is." <laughs> Your parole officer is just like, why do you have a sword? <laughs> that was a gift from my brother. He got it off the internet. You know? I'm going to have to fill out so much paperwork. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh, I've got that name. Oh, what's Jackie's oh? brother's name? Giles. Oh... Because I was like, what's a masculine version of Jill for Jack and Jill? And I was oh. like, there's Julian, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's like, you could do like a Gill or a Gillian. <laughs> but I was like, nah, it's going to be Giles. Cause, Giles is good. Because their, their parents are fans of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that makes me feel uh-huh. old that, like, Buffy fans are conceivably parents to like young adults <laughs> now. Yeah, man, that was, a, that was a hot minute ago. It a fun thing to do is go and see what laptops looked like in Buffy. <laughs> okay, completely unrelated, but if you watch the first Fast and the Furious movie, their big heist is oh. like DVD players. It's DVD players. It's so good. Oh my like, god! Nothing makes me feel older than the fact that it was DVD players, and not like a particularly impressive amount. It was like a Walmart's <laughs> worth of DVD players. Yeah. <laughs> but those them shits were expensive, so it makes sense. But oh man, <laughs> for where that series goes and where it starts. It is is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Oh no. yeah, I just saw the Buffy laptop. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you live like this. <laughs> he doesn't seem happy about yeah, it. How, why would he be? It looks like what they used to teach me typing in elementary school. All right. Uh, it looks like one of those one-off Nintendo, uh, <laughs> Nintendo like adi- you know additional like console hookups. It's like, oh yeah, Nintendo teaches you typing, and just just plug it into your SNES. All right, uh, let's see. Is there anything I missed or that we need to go over before we wrap this up? Um, not that I know of. All right, yeah, I don't think so. Looks like that's uh, the whole character creation. So yeah, that is character creation for Henshin. I'm looking forward to coming up with some ridiculous-ass villains for you all to fight. I've already got <laughs> yeah. some good ideas, because fairy tales and motorcycles gives me so much inspiration to deal with. <laughs> uh, yeah, Owen, is there anything I need to do for a sign-off, or do we just kind of end it? Um, uh, j- uh, often I will say, like, you know, see you next time, and until then, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Yeah, that. See you all next time for session one of Hinchin. 
and until then, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.